interesting enough, I didn't think. So I don't <laughs> it's know. there if we need backup, but hmm. if we don't need it, scrap it. S strap it. <laughs> this is this is how Jamie communicates. <laughs> she said. just thinks of rhymes and inappropriate inappropriate puns and other weird things. Oh. I have a shit ton of things to talk about. All right, so scrap the, I didn't uh, like it particularly well, so scrap. I, that's fine. I mean, like I'm. That's why I'm like. Uh, it it's better to have too much than not enough. Although uh, I'm finding we're doing marathons. Mm -hmm. Marathon yep. podcast, and that's uh, when we did uh, the Patreon on Saturday, and it was ninety minutes. And apparently, there is a way that you can save the file differently, or I compress it, or Zane something. Right? Zane Zane commented on it, saying that I'm a fucking moron or whatever. And I'm not going to disagree. I 100 percent agree with that assessment. You didn't hear but, either of us disagree, did you? But what's that? You didn't hear either of us disagree. Oh God, no, no, I wouldn't expect you. Uh, no. But the issue is, I don't know how to do it, and more importantly. I don't care. So that's that's the thing that's the of like. So it's more for me of like we just got to keep the Patreon to like an hour because I know an hour will fit, and and then there were, or we just stop at an hour and then we do like part dose. We're an hour in. We're done. Start over. She just set a timer on it and then just like clicked Ding! off. Yeah, sure. Why not? That would be the best. That would be the best. Then you'd have the other backfire though. You wouldn't notice the ding. Oh yeah, that would be, be like going on with your greatest show ever. Right. Oh, right. then we get a good rant. They get a good rant. Oh yeah, everybody <laughs> loves a good stew rant apparently. So uh, all right, let's do this. Hey everybody, it's the Alabama motherfucking podcast. Woo woo woo! Come on, Jamie, you didn't uh, you didn't I chime know. in there? I know you don't I like doing. The motherfucker part. I uh, appreciate it. All right, uh, uh, everybody. It's me, Stu, your host, uh, failed comedian. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, with me, as always, is Jamie. Yeah. What do you want me to say for you? Uh, tired. It's tired. It's been a long day. You, you have a tired. long commute. Yeah. It's about an hour, a little less. 45 minutes. Four, that's long enough every day. It's okay. That, one way each. You're driving a rental car. Now. Yeah, right now. Cause, it's nice. Yeah, my other car got hit. Hit it. This is, I don't know if we talked about this, Jay. J uh, third chair, yeah. uh, Jason. Hey, everybody. How how <laughs> would you uh, like us to introduce you? Like, what can we say? What should be the, the go-to? Greatest of all time. Jason, the greatest <laughs> of all time in the, in the third chair. I can tell that with only three people here, it's already questionable. <laughs> well... <laughs> I will allow it. I will allow it. I question everything. Uh, Jamie, you, you, she got her car hit. Did, did we talk about this on the podcast? No. Did you know, yeah, we she. Uh, we we went to see a movie uh, over at Rivertown Mall a couple weeks ago. The Boys. The Good Boys, which was good. It was a good movie. I, I think we talked about that on the podcast. I would encourage everybody to go see we it. We talked about my car. Uh, and then uh, we didn't notice it until, uh, what, the next day? Yeah. The next day is when we noticed that her car had hit pretty pretty yeah. good. They gave it a nice good shot. Her, the bumper was crushed. Mm -hmm. The crazy part is they fucking left a note. Yeah. Well, oh, they, wow. the, they contacted the mall security. And, yeah, security is the one that left the little note on my yeah. windshield. That's but I crazy. I didn't notice it. It was like they had it tucked way down in. And so I didn't, I just, I was like a little leaf when I drove it, little leaf blowing. 
And thankfully, I didn't get irritated enough to turn on my windshield wipers, thinking to get rid of the leaf. All right, exactly. So, yeah, it wasn't until, yeah. So this explains why you have the rent phone. Yeah, yes. yeah, that's we finally yeah, uh, took it in. Right? The their person the reported it to security, and so I was able to get all their information. And then, uh, yeah, so they're paying what for are, the repairs in the rental. What are the odds of that, though? Legitimately, I think the odds of someone actually like self-reporting are are low. I would have like I know I've had my car swiped yeah. on more than one occasion, and there's never been a note or not even a letter like sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm not telling you who I am. Since I do have a degree of expertise for the podcast listeners, since I work in insurance, I'd say it's about three out of a hundred. Yeah, yeah. Super low. I would be one of them that would report it. Everybody, if they think they can get away with it, they're probably going to get away. Like, that person was probably looking to see if there were cameras up in, like, the the street Mm -hmm. lamps looking to see. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there probably is, but the whole like, oh fuck, can I get away with this or not? But oh, yeah, uh, when I was a freshman in college, I pulled into the parking lot and promptly hit a car in the parking space. And I saw their trim fall <laughs> off the side of the car, right. and I looked uh, looked all around me and saw no one, and promptly parked somewhere else. Showco, <laughs> that's some show code action crime right there. Has been Confess to. Nice. You f- do you feel better? It's only uh, after 20, thir- 30 years or whatever. Eight years yeah. later. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Woo! I hit a parked car on the road. I sw- went to miss a cat or a squirrel or something. Uh huh. Hit a parked car. You gotta kill those fuckers. And I turned around. I couldn't. I wouldn't have been able to sleep at night. Splattering. And I ended up paying them out of oh, pocket. Oh, oh, I thought you meant uh, you couldn't sleep at night because you splattered a squirrel. Oh, now I will splatter a squirrel. <laughs> I paid, we just agreed to do it outside of insurance. Oh, right. And I paid him like four, we, he got a don't few tell, us. Don't say that in front of this guy. <laughs> well, this guy's got a code of ethics he needs <laughs> yeah. to well, he, follow. Well, the person got a couple estimates uh-huh. and we did a combined of it and it was about $1,500 I paid him. Mm-hmm. You think that saved you money? Did that save her money? I'm looking at Jason now. Oh, likely, because, yeah, I would have gone through oh, other own insurance otherwise. And oh, they right. And tagged then, her with an app fall right. charged her more for three years. Oh, shit. So, squirrels, anything that runs in front of me, cats, Dead. people, old Dead. lady. Pedestrians, yes. especially. I Get yes. the fuck I figured out. that's like a good deed because you're. Uh, yeah, if you're eliminating enough. a fool. Right. <laughs> right, right. Yes. One less fuck in the world. Right. Yes. Uh, a friend of mine, a long, long time ago, uh, he I told Jamie the story the other day, but she he had a car that was like the love of his life. It was his baby. It was, you know, it was kind of a souped up vehicle. I don't give a shit about cars, but he fucking loved this thing. And for whatever reason, uh, he didn't always park in his driveway. He would park in front of the house. And then one night, it just got destroyed by a drunk driver and uh he never was able to kind of get the same kind of car i take it the drunk driver didn't stop and leave a note uh you know i don't know i i can't recall what happened like if the drunk driver got caught i'm assuming if if my buddy's car got fucked then the drunk driver's car probably would have been fucked so yeah true yeah i mean he wouldn't my buddy clearly did nothing wrong but you know i think I think he had whatever souped up car to the next car he got it was like a Ford Taurus or some mm-hmm. some shit like that. Right. Clearly a drop uh, mm-hmm. on the coolness scale right there, you know. Yeah. Ford Taurus has never been cool. Ford Focus. Especially because it was probably one of the bubble ones. 
one of the back bubble up. ones? It had like the bubble back window thing. Sure. So is your daily commute to Muskegon and yeah. back? Yeah. See, I thought of you in that regard too yesterday because our adventure, oh, yeah. which I mentioned before the podcast started, we went on an adventure yesterday. My wife and I are on vacation this week, a staycation. Nice. Mm-hmm. So our adventure took us to Muskegon. Ah. Let's do any, it. Any guesses what we were doing? No. It's the Polish festival oh, this weekend. It? it wasn't going on already, right? Not the Polish festival. Okay. This was replicating a Jamie adventure. I oh, was it, it the submarine thing? It was the submarine. Oh, oh, we went yeah. out and toured the Did USS Silversides. Did you do the museum too? We got there with about two hours left, and I was okay. so adamant on seeing the boat that yeah. I went through the boat twice. <laughs> Yes. Oh, all right. <laughs> yeah. And uh, went into the other boat that's there. I and didn't do that. By the end of that time, we had about 20 minutes left when yeah. we went into the museum. So we didn't see much of the museum. Mm-hmm. No, that was, I guess, yeah, I ended up, I had lots of time. That's why I was able to hit both, and I spent so much time. I really enjoyed it. Let me ask a question of yeah. when you were on the boat. Did you touch anything? I, Are you not supposed to? Well, Captain Oblivious here didn't realize that until my <laughs> wife told me I was getting the stink eye in the gift shop. Jason, what are you doing? <laughs> you were supposed to touch, like, to turn things. Like, turn yeah, around they, and the like written that. instructions said don't touch dials. Right. Basically, I took it as things that function. Sure. Yeah. But closets and drawers and things I was opening. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. They were locked. Yeah. They should lock them up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. My I thought. I thought if it's not I locked, I open it. <laughs> do they yep. have things behind ropes? Yes, they do have some areas okay. roped off. We didn't venture into a roped off area. Sure. Well, to me, it just seems like if they don't want you to touch stuff, then put up the rope and, and, and or, lock there, yeah. or lock it. Right. Well, I, I don't even see like a lock. Right. Like drawers and closets. Like I that. guess, but I, I, yeah, I don't thing, know. You couldn't rope it all up because you could walk into like the. I'm gonna say the kitchen area or uh-huh. whatever, and you know if oh, you yeah. wanted to rope that off, then you wouldn't be able to walk into it. Uh, so you walk into this huge room, and they expect you to not touch anything. No, you can touch things. I guess I was oblivious to that too. Cause yeah, I when things. we first rolled in, the gentleman at the ticket counter yeah. Yeah. was given lengthy instructions, but I had actually wanted to see this going back to 2002 when the movie Below came out. I don't remember This is a horror movie that used the USS Silversides in the movie. In fact, they took the boat out into Lake Michigan, towed it around, and exterior shots for the movie were shot on the Silversides out in Lake Michigan. So at the time when the story came out, I thought, oh, that'd be cool to go see this boat. Right. So when it came up on the podcast, but you went by yourself, Mm -hmm. didn't you? Yeah. With a friend, but not with Stu. No, Uh it was just me. It was a day where I think either you were gone, Uh you were gone, Sure. and I... I had nothing else to do, and I'm like, it's something I've been wanting to do, and you weren't real excited about going to see it, and I'm like, I'm just going to go. I hit my head in submarines. I'm too tall. We thought of that when we were going through. We said, uh-huh. boy, Stu would have trouble getting right. through this. I right. agree. I, you could wear a helmet. <laughs> and shit. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. <laughs> I brought my special friend with me here. <laughs> Why does he got a hockey helmet on? You don't need to worry about it. What? So anyways, this guy. What keeps that bong noise all the time? Boing. This guy was giving instructions, but I was totally into, where's the boat? How do I get on the boat? (laughs) And so I was oblivious to whatever he said. You're like every dude uh, not listening to the instructions. (laughs) And uh, so, yeah, we went through twice, and I was 
anything that wasn't locked, I was testing. Playing, and sure. When we were in the gift shop afterwards, I was looking at one of the books about the boat mm-hmm. to buy it. Totally oblivious. Again, the guy at the ticket counter is right there, and my wife reported to me afterwards that uh, him and another lady were just casting. Stank eye? Yeah, because there are cameras throughout the boat. So they presumably... Why didn't they talk to you then? Like, <laughs> yeah, I there... said, why didn't they yell down, hey, quit hey. opening things? Aren't there people around? Like, uh... Oh, no, when you're on the boat, it's totally uh, on your own. You're in there all... Yeah, because all oh, of a sudden, like, there was nobody in there. But then every so often, all of a sudden, I'd come up on somebody. And you're like, oh! Yeah, we all... Because <laughs> <laughs> this is this long... Like, it seems like so it never tube, ends. It's a tube, right? That's yeah. 300 and some feet long, so it right. goes a long way. It's like a football field. It's crazy. But yeah. on that same note, they charge less for children. Yeah. And uh, oh, so some annoying children were scurrying through while we were on there. Yeah. And I thought, if you really don't want things to be touched and played with, wouldn't you say no children or you right. charge extra for the children? Right. right. Or make them wear oven mitts. Not helmets. <laughs> yes. Tie their legs together. Right. Put a leash on them. Yes. Tether. <laughs> yeah. Like electric collar. Right. Right. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. I got ideas. Um, but did you get your change back? He never gave me back my change and I didn't realize it until after. What? Yeah. It was like seventeen bucks, he gave him a twenty and he thought he yeah, had a tip number or something. Whatever it was. Thanks for the tip and, lady. Because then he explained he was talking to me afterward or it was like I paid and then he's like chat, 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 probably tell me rules. I don't know. He was just talking to me a lot. He's like explaining things. And then I'm like, oh, okay, cool, it puts the band on me or whatever and I walk away and then all of a sudden, like, I don't know, an hour later I'm like, Wait, well, I never got my change. You experienced like, what we referred to as no mistake at window, no mistake. Because yeah. we went through the Taco Bell once oh. years ago. And for whatever reason, when we pulled up to the window, I handed them my money, and they handed me the food and money at the same time. Back. Yeah. So you didn't have a chance oh. to look at your money. Right. So we had bought like $7 worth of food, and I get home, and I look, and I realize they gave me change for a 10 when I handed them a $20, 20. bill. Yeah. And so I thought, oh, there's no point going back to argue with them. Right. But I called, and was my basic premise when I called is when you cash out your drawer tonight, if you yeah. find your $10 extra in there, it's my $10. Mm-hmm. Right. But the manager promptly got on the phone and said, no mistake at window, right. no mistake. Build that wall! <laughs> <They> probably, <laughs> Jesus, Jamie, take it easy. They probably have an extra $200 at the end of the that's why they, they do, do that on purpose. It's like the uh, Lethal Weapon 2, the Joe Pesci character, like, they fuck you at the drive-in, or they fuck you at the drive-thru. They know you're not going back. They mm-hmm. fuck you at the drive-thru. This is what he did. He gave you the 10, and then he slipped the other 10 in his pocket. Sure. He's not me cashing all high. Sure. Exactly. All in the pocket. <laughs> well, you know, when you're working Taco Bell and you're making eight fifty an hour mm-hmm. to the hook, you do what you need to do. Mm-hmm. You screw... Everyone wants to work the drive-in <laughs> line or the drive-thru line because they're like, oh, fuck, right. I'm getting an extra 50 tonight. That's right. Fuck, yeah. Mm-hmm. The other thing I thought is they promote... On their website and at the thing that you can stay overnight on the submarine. What? Now, oh. if you stay overnight, <laughs> you know people are going to be messing with stuff if they stay overnight on yeah, the Yeah. Like, <laughs> you use the bathroom, or unless you just go over the side. You must. They don't we have were... a working bathroom on it? Well, maybe they work. I mean, you could walk in them. But like they had the toilet lid down, like it's like sealed down or something. Yeah, and there was a sign at the bathroom that said it was a 12-step process to use the toilet. Oh, that's right. And you didn't want to make a mistake. 
Right. So I can't imagine the guests right. are encouraged to use the Is it like a, be the is museum? It a strange right. bed and breakfast kind of situation uh-huh. or something? It's really unappealing because before we right. got there, I said, oh, I could do the Elemental podcast on an overnighter. <laughs> yeah. Having gone through it and seen all the spiders and things in there, I said, I don't want to stay overnight uh. in this thing. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind spiders, but I, it would creep me out unless there was more people. Like, there's no way yeah. I would are, are you the only that. people staying there? I'm I, I mean, how many people? There's got to be staff there? or something, right? Unless you have like a Boy Scout, you know, like you. Well, that's what the the ad on the website showed Boy Scouts doing okay. it. So I don't know if they encourage fifty year old adults to come. Well, even like little boys, they have a little bathroom. They're not gonna remember fifteen steps to. I think they must open the museum. The other side, oh. and they can use the bathroom there. Is the museum guess. like close by to the? Yeah. The oh yeah. It's, yes. Okay. It's, it's like fifteen right feet from the boat. Yeah. Oh okay. All right. I'm having a hard time picturing this thing. Hmm. So we went home after that and promptly watched below again. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was fun to see then because you recognize parts right. of the boat. Right. Sure. And surprisingly, we hadn't seen the movie in a long time, and you don't realize people. Actors that were in it you didn't recognize at the time. Sure. Like Zach Galifianakis is in it, and he's what? just playing a straight character in a right. horror movie. Right. And uh, the guy from. Oh, shoot. I got to look at my notes. Pardon me. All right. The guy from your favorite show you're watching right now Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Mindhunter. Oh, Mindhunter. Bill Tench from Mindhunter. Gotcha. All right. And the, one of the writers and uh, producers of it was Darren Aronofsky. Oh, okay, I know. He's now a big name, but at right. the time he wasn't a particularly big name. Right, so. right. Huh. Interesting. I've never seen the movie. I'll have to look for it. Is yeah. it on like Netflix or something? I'm sure we have it. We actually liked it so well, but we like scary movies that we have it on DVD. So. Jamie hates oh, scary movies. It's like a scary killing movie? Killing movie? It's a, it's a ghost story, is what I'll say um, without uh, trying to give away any okay. of it. But. I'll have to check it out. I'll see. Maybe. Jamie recently bought Top Gun. Yeah. Oh yeah. Which I think is a horrible fucking movie. Uh, I never watched it when it came out, mm-hmm. and I watched it like a year or two ago. And I'm like, why does anyone like this movie? Like, I missed the nostalgia part because I didn't watch it when I should have watched it. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm watching it. I'm like, this is not good. Yeah. And so I bought it because we had this discussion. Sure. Great and soundtrack. I, yeah. Well, and I remember. <laughs> yeah. That would be about the only movie. thing worthwhile from it. I remember it being, I really liked it. I remember, that's what I remember. I haven't seen sure. it in a long time, so yeah, I bought it. It's the nostalgia thing for you of like, oh yeah, I remember I was 16 yeah. years old and it was a great movie or whatever. Yeah. And now you watch it now and you're like, oh yeah, shit, I, 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 I was a stupid 16 year old. Yeah. My taste yeah, don't hold up well. I, I find there's many movies that I liked as a youngster that if I see them again now, I go, sure. Oh, what the hell right. was wrong with you me? You go back and yeah. rewatch stuff. It's uh, like the reason. Shut up! <laughs> it's, uh, uh, they talk about Top Gun on uh, my buddy Matt Harper's yeah. podcast, uh, another episode where they talked about it, and he he also did not like it. I, I don't think he had ever seen it originally, too, but everybody else was just gushing about it, and one of the people on the podcast was like, it was his top, one of his top five favorite movies of all time, and I'm like, fucking God, it's awful, so... Mm. It's weird to me how your impression of something when you see it originally can definitely affect how you continue to see it forever. Yeah, I'm sure as a youngster, the planes on the big screen was 
impressive. Sure. But now when you see it, it seems kind of soap opera-ish and long. Right, kind of cheesy, right, probably. Right. And right. yeah, just like effects and things change so much, too. So she wants me to watch it again with her, uh-huh. and I'm like, absolutely not. You'll not. have to watch it, because she's. I thought you were going to say she's gearing up to, for Top Gun 2. Well, I think that was maybe part of the reason why they were reviewing the movie, because yes, the Top Gun 2, and they had a, the preview for it. Oh, that's coming out? I think next year, I oh, think. Oh, I didn't even know it was a film. Oh, yeah, uh, the trailer is out. The, oh. the trailer is out, and I'm watching oh. the trailer. I'm like, that looks fucking awful, too. Like, to me, <laughs> it, just, it didn't look good either. Like, I know everybody loves Tom Cruise. It's an action movie, I guess, or whatever, and it's the nostalgia thing and stuff, but I'm like, ugh. Like, yeah. and kudos to Tom Cruise for, like, doing his own stunts, and he's flying the plane and whatever, but I'm like, you're making the rest of us look like shit, Tom. Knock it the fuck off. He, but not in personal life. What do you mean, not in personal life? In personal life, he makes everybody look great. Oh, because he's a lunatic? Yes. Oh, yeah, 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 yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a lunatic. Plus, but. Yeah, I've never been, like, a big fan of Tom Cruise. I think he's a good actor. I like him in movies, but I've not been, like, oh, he's the best. Blah, blah, blah. No. He's a short punk. No. A short. <laughs> Jesus, say it, say it like you mean it, Jamie. opinionated. Uh, build the wall. Uh, Tom right. Cruise is a piece of shit. That's right. Send hate mail to uh, Jamie at elementalpodcast.hotmail. Yeah. And don't expect a response. Yes. Jamie ain't getting, <laughs> Jamie ain't getting back to nobody. Nope. Uh, so, well, it's a good thing that you did your Adventure Wednesday with your wife. Because uh, I wanted to talk about the expression, happy wife, happy life. And uh, I had mentioned that to you, Jamie, as well. Jamie has been married. Uh, I am the one who has never been married. So let me ask you guys if you have any opinion on that expression or you're like, I don't give a shit either way. It's a stupid expression. Yeah, that's what I like. I generally hate the people who say it. Right. I think you're a simpleton. (laughs) I think the only reason people say it is because it rhymes. Yeah, I was trying to think. You had forewarned me this would be the topic. I was trying to think of one for the husband. Mm. The best I could come up with is... It's a happy hubby, or I get the clubby. <laughs> I thought it was like, happy hubby, he's kind of chubby. I don't know. Where? I don't know. Come on. Oh. Come on, oh. Jamie. So, any, any, uh, Jamie, you, any thoughts? Yeah, it, both people should be happy. It shouldn't be one-sided. Right. It's very weird to me that it is. Why is that focus? From that, from that is the focus yeah. of happy wife, happy life. Right. In a someone, uh, a friend of mine on Facebook posted. She had this long diatribe and several paragraphs about the whole thing. She's uh, recently gone through a divorce. She'd only been married for three years, and so she was talking about like this is what you need to make sure a relationship lasts, and it's uh, relationships, and it's uh, communication, and listening, and then I'm like agreeing with everything, and at the very end, it's uh, happy wife, happy life, and then I hit the unfriend button, because I'm not de- <laughs> I'm not dealing with this bullshit. I was like, I'm with you, I'm with you, fuck off. I just, I, it's dumb to me, because mm-hmm. like you said, Jamie, I think it should be both, because right. the, the wife can be happy, but the husband's right. miserable. right. Yeah, it's a, I, I view it as a passive-aggressive way for the husband to say, I'm doing something that I absolutely abhor, but I'm doing it because my wife makes me do it. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> right, that right. that's, uh, sounds like a bad sign for the marriage if Especially you're doing if it. Right, if it's always that way. In a marriage, you guys, there's many times when you do things that you hate, or it should be, where you both don't like it, but you, you do do it for the other person. There's times for that, obviously. But it shouldn't always be one way or the other. Mm. 
I would say that for compromise 26 or... years married. Wow, that's a long time. <laughs> I would say each spouse holds the ultimate power of veto. Sure. So you're not doing something the other spouse hates. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's things we'll do that, that more appeal to one of us yeah. than the other. Right. Like I shared on the last podcast, we jumped out of an airplane. It wasn't really an idea that appealed to my wife. But if she said, I hate this, there's no way I'm doing this, I'm scared to death of it, I wouldn't have said, yeah, you're going. Oh, right. Happy hubby or you right. get the clubby. Yeah. <laughs> Take your roof, you're going. I'm, I'm pushing you out the plane now, honey. Yeah. And that wife, you will be happy. Or a husband. No, I'm not the other way around. Jamie had uh, Jamie had some uh, of her own words that she wanted to talk about the whole uh, jumping out of an airplane. Oh, yeah. uh, she disagreed with my story, yes. my version of the story, Your characterization so of what went down. Yeah, Jamie needs to retort. To the podcast, and I'm like, uh, no, no, no. Continue. Okay. So you had said that. I had, a, like, we had a, mutually agreed to do this together. Yes. And, no, you had said it was something that was on your list of things to do. And I went, oh, yeah, I would like to do that, too. Jumping out of an airplane was never on my list of things to do. You, but, no, you had initiated the whole thing. And I was just like, well, it'd be something I would like to do, too. And then you had called, found out the cost. And I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I'm not doing that. But then you went ahead and signed up for it. Is this the end of your story? Yes. Are we going to have a happy wife and a <laughs> moment right here? <laughs> if you say so. I th- yeah, you were like going through a thing. I get like, it, Jamie. Need to do so. <laughs> it's I, the new the new discussion ender right there, the I get it. I get it, Jamie. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. So anyway, I had a, a retort. Re- a re uh, response. No, rebuttal. <laughs> I was gonna say retort, but I'm like, wait, I don't think that's right. Retort. So you would never jump out of an airplane, is that what I'm hearing? Because this guy over here is saying right. he would do it again. He enjoyed I, it. I I would like to, but I don't. The cost of it, I just can't justify that for myself. In other words, once the podcast has a sponsor. They will pay for her to jump we, on the plane. Right, then we'll, maybe we'll get. Uh, I want to do hot air balloon. We'll get a skydiving uh, place to uh, sponsor the podcast. Yeah. Okay. Meth and all. Meth and all. And all meth and all. So <laughs> you would get in a hot air balloon. See, I would be more hesitant to get into a hot air balloon because a hot air balloon, like if that thing crashes, there's no parachute or anything. It's slow and gentle. No, I think it is absolutely not at, slow and gentle. You're still at heights where if the thing yeah. fails, you're in trouble. Right, yeah. But your big balloon probably acts as a parachute. No! I betcha. I think you're delusional. I uh, I might be. I think you've been watching too many cartoons or something about <laughs> hot air balloons. I don't think that's how it works. No, I just think it'd be fun. I the uh, Maybe they give you parachutes. I don't know. In a, in a hot air balloon? No, it doesn't work that way either. And I'm not even sure. I don't even think a, a, a parachute would work from a hot air balloon. Like, I don't think you're uh, you're right. You're not up high enough for it to actually, like, kind of uh, protect right. you in any kind. Like, you're falling way too fast. Yeah, you have to, like, shoot or pull the parachute as you jump out of the basket. Pretty much, and yeah. Splat. And then, yeah, you're going you're yeah. to die anyway. A horrible, horrible death. Hopefully, they at least give you a helmet. A helmet. A helmet. A helmet. To keep your brains in one spot when you're dead. 
with it. It might as well just be all over. Splat. You're not cleaning it up. I don't really <laughs> right, give a shit. Right. Uh, speaking of I don't really give a shit about, I don't know if you guys heard the news or not. Uh, here we go. Uh, are you a beer drinker, Jason? I don't know if we ever discussed this or not. Uh, not generally, but not... Not for a non-alcohol reason. I drink a lot of hard cider. I just oh, don't find beers, any, just not many beers thing. that I like. <laughs> not your thing. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like you. Beer is the only thing I really like. I don't like hard liquor. I'm not a fan of hard cider. And beer is just what it is. But uh, local brewery in town, Founders Brewery, in, in the news again. Did you see this today, Jason? No. Did you see, did, Jamie, did you see the news at all? I read that a little bit. They sold a majority stake to a, a brewery in Spain. Founders Brewery mm-hmm. is now Spanish. They sold it to Mahu San Miguel. Apparently, they already had part. The, stake yes, or they something. were uh, they were thirty percent stake uh, in December two thousand fourteen, but now they're at a ninety percent stake. Now these motherfuckers, these Spaniards, build the wall. Yep. Uh, own they own essentially founders and see what the direction is. Why did they do that? Why did they sell, sell it? it? Because I'm sure whoever was in charge made a fuck ton of money. Because Founders uh, is one of the bigger uh, craft beer uh, breweries in the country right now. Uh, let me see. Did, uh, to me. Uh, since 2014, we've enjoyed an excellent relationship with Mahu Group. Founders said in a statement, We're fortunate to have a partner with whom we can exchange brewing knowledge and business strategy, who also reflects our values as a company. Day-to-day operations will continue to be led by the existing Founders team. We'll continue to make the beers we love and have a partner in Mahu Group who is just as passionate about beer and the future of founders as we are. I don't think of Spain being beer people for some reason. Yeah, you probably think more like wine probably, right? Yeah. 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 Tequila. Uh, it, the, the merger or whatever with them it has allowed founders to pass Bell's Brewery which remains 100% independent as Michigan's largest brewery in 2017 and became the first craft brewery in Michigan to distribute to all 50 states this past June. It is weird, like, when I would go home to Buffalo and I would see founders, like, on tap somewhere or whatever. Like, oh, fuck, that's... I live there. I live where that shit's made, so... I live where that was founded. Founders. Founders. I call bullshit. Everybody go to Bell's Brewery. Yeah, fuck founders. (laughs) Fuck founders. This, this is the reason why I, I've said fuck founders for a little while. Uh, a long time ago, they were going to put on like a benefit show, kind of like a concert. You know how they do like that shit, founders fest out shit front. venue for a concert. It, or it, for it, any it, type of show. It is, yeah, it's pretty small and loud and yeah, I wouldn't agree. But you know how they do that founders fest like outside, right? No, I've they, never been. But they have this yeah. big, I'll take your word this it. big like two day event that they do out on the street, and it's pretty huge. They do it in the summer, a Founders Fest. They get some pretty big name bands. Like I think this year it was Government Mule, maybe. So I mean, they're not. It's not huge, huge, but Macy, like you know, people know Government Mule. What's Gray? that? Macy Gray. I don't know if Macy Gray was there this year. She might have been at some point. But they were going to do an event like that. But and at the time, this was pre Founders Fest. They were doing it to benefit Planned Parenthood, which, uh, I mean, this was probably a decade or so ago. And, and I was like, well, damn, these, these fuckers are taking a stance. I mean, that's to any, any kind of show that you're doing that's sponsoring or benefiting Planned Parenthood. Like you are 
you're taking a stance. Especially in West Michigan. Especially in West Michigan, (laughs) especially in this day and age, everybody has an opinion on Planned Parenthood, whether it's a negative or positive. And I was like, good for fucking you, founders. You've taken a stand, you drew a, a line in the sand, and you're like, this is where we're at. But then... They turned into huge fucking pussies. They Pete mired it. <laughs> they Pete mired the oh, shit out Jesus. of this. <laughs> Little Petey founders. Um, apparently, there was like a, a backlash and a, a threatening of a boycott from people saying like, "Oh, if this can, if this happens, we're going to boycott founders. We'll never come again. Uh, we'll never drink again." Founders beer. And in my brain, I'm like, fuck you and fuck your mom. You're probably... opposed to Planned Parenthood, I probably don't drink anyway. That's what I was thinking. I was like, <laughs> Or at least they drink in the privacy of their own home. Right. You don't, you're not going to Founders anyway. You're not getting papers. Yeah, you're not fucking getting hammered on Founders All Day IPA. So, uh, but, I mean, Founders came to the pressure from this uh, boycott threat, and they still had the show and they just changed the charity to whatever and my my problem with it from the get-go was you know what the fuck Planned Parenthood is you know in advance of like are you sure that we want to pick Planned Parenthood because you know there's a lot of lunatics in the West Michigan community who are going to be nonplussed by us doing this We're okay with the people being fucktarts? Yeah, we're okay with it. And then uh, someone says, oh, we're not going to drink your beer anymore. And they're like, oh, God, we're going to cave. And that's when I'm like, ah, you guys are all pussies. Mm-hmm. You're pussies. Do you think that's what it was, or do you think it was a contrived way to get publicity? Ah, God, I'd, I'd like to hope that it wasn't a contrived way. I mean, that almost makes it even worse. Because if it was like a contrived PR stunt. You had to know in West Michigan, in Grand Rapids, there would be a backlash. And you have to either, you have to then either say, yeah, we get there's going to be a backlash, but we believe in this, we're going to do it regardless. Right. You can't say we're going to do it and then act like you're surprised by the backlash and then go, oops, not going to do that. And now not continue to stand up for something you're supposed to believe in or right. whatever. Right, yeah. and that's the thing too. I'm like, and I'm like, okay, if they had picked from the beginning the uh, American Red Cross or they could have picked Mel Trotter uh, Mission or whatever, I'm like, yeah, f- fine, whatever. Like, you stick with it. But then, like, if you picked a rather uh, hot topic uh, charity or whatever agency to work with and then for you to back off, like, clearly you have lawyers or a PR department working with you and all this shit. Or a brain. Yeah, or a brain. <laughs> you got one of those uh, little PD founders. A little common sense. Right. You would think, yeah, to, to know, like, uh, someone someone's going to say shit, and when they say shit, are we prepared to deal with this shit? And then apparently Founders was unable to deal with the shit. Mm-hmm. Founders was like, we get it. And they stopped doing it, so... Made me angry. I was like, that. it made me angry that they huh. they backed out of the shit. So hmm. I would probably, it's unfortunate because I do like some of their, their beer, <laughs> but uh, I would probably choose to not drink. I'm sticking with Coors. Coors, the unofficial sponsor. It's the banquet beer. I got mad at Founders, but not for righteous reasons. Oh. <laughs> it's like, we bought they, tickets to go see a show there, not realizing it's not a venue for a music concert. Yeah, not really. And we went Inside. in. There was no seat anywhere no. near the right. stage. No, you're standing. We are yeah. standing. I said, fuck this. And we left. Sure. <laughs> what was the band? Anyone David Ramirez. I don't know how that is. So. Mm. All right, fair enough. 
I guess I didn't realize they sold tickets to that stuff. Yeah, they have like real shows there. I mean, they do like open mic night as well too, but they oh. got real bands. It's no different than like the pyramid scheme or something. Like clearly, mm. the level of talent is probably not as good as the pyramid scheme. And the pyramid scheme is set up for you to actually go and watch and enjoy a show. Walked out of that one too. Ah! <laughs> I like pyramid scheme. We went and there wasn't a seat in the house, and it was oh, packed. We uh, were there recently for oh. a Bears Den performance and my uh-huh. wife is not big on Bears Den I'm a bit more of a fan but I recognize standing there sure. <laughs> waiting for the opening act I thought we're going to be standing here in misery for hours to hear this band and I just said you were, fuck this you were thinking here. happy wife happy life <laughs> exactly. you know, let's get the shit out of here let's get out of the shithole so for a concert they don't have chairs on the floor? I guess. I don't know. At least for this one, I assume they it was it was sold out, it said, on the way in. Sure. So I assume they when they reached max capacity, even if they, they were going to set up chairs. chairs, they just do standing room only. Oh, I think okay. we've only... Jamie and I, I think, have only been there to see actual comedy shows. I think so. Like yeah. I've, we've seen numerous comedy shows outside of Laugh-Fest, even. Uh, and, right. And I, I, for a comedy show, it's fantastic, but they put chairs out because you, right. you gotta have chairs to on sit that down floor, and watch. It's all yeah. chairs. So it's, it is amazing from that perspective, but yeah, I don't honestly, they did, there was, a, we did see um, uh, Neil Hamburger yeah. there, and then uh, for some reason, he had this really cool duo, uh, music duo, open up for him. Oh, yeah. And uh, I actually bought their CD at the right. time. I don't even know where the hell it is. But that was I can't even up remember there the band. Too, wasn't it? Yeah. And uh, they they were super great, and uh, so it was a good time. But yeah, yeah I don't, know. I don't This know. is why I have hopes for uh-huh. the listening room that's opening in Grand Rapids because it's a seat venue. Oh sure. Uh, there's a place over by Chicago and Evanston called Space that we love to go to. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because you have a reserved seat at a table. Oh. And you oh, have right. a waitress oh. bringing you cocktails. That's my idea of how to see a concert, <laughs> not standing elbow to elbow with cretins on either side of me. Yeah. So. Yep. Nice. Fuck founders. <laughs> yeah, the whole moral of this was fuck founders. Oh, yeah. Fuck PD Meyer too. While we're at it, we we did we Jamie and I went and saw the Peanut Butter Falcon. It was great. Yeah. Two thumbs up or what? Yes. Uh, just like you, you've got well. four thumbs up. Four thumbs people. up your butt. Doesn't get any better than that, everybody. And um, like fuck time. fuck Petey Meyer. Uh, I actually uh, texted Eric Zane. Because uh, even though he and I completely disagree on this whole drag syndrome thing and dealing with uh, people who have Down syndrome, treating them as human beings who have the ability to make their own decision, he doesn't think they do. <laughs> exactly. But, I, uh, heard his, I heard his ranting on it and I wondered how he could be so thick. <laughs> <laughs> but I texted him. And I, because uh, he actually asked his dad about it. His dad also was like, yeah, no, I don't think it's a good idea. So I texted him. I said, I'm going to fight your dad. And then I said, uh, go see Peanut Butter Falcon. And because I think if you were to watch that movie, because for those who don't know, the, the lead, one of the lead actors in the movie has Down syndrome. And uh, he does a fantastic job. And for a good portion of the time, he's just kind of walking around in his underwear, in his tidy whities Like, he's got no shirt on, no shoes, no nothing. He's just walking around. So, with that, I mean, that is almost, to be honest, more offensive or whatever than, than wearing drag in my brain. But I thought he nailed the, the role yeah. perfectly. Mm-hmm. And uh, it brought a lot of uh, emotions for me. I got verklempt. 
And uh, I, I thought it was a fantastic movie. Yes, clamped. Teary eyed. <laughs> that is an unusual term. He does this. <laughs> it almost sounds like you tightened up your butthole. I tightened up my butthole. Like we're <laughs> So I texted him that, and he said he was interested in seeing the movie, but not for my stupid reasons. <laughs> I don't understand why uh, he asked his dad about it. Well, it was for. Yeah, his dear meathead, okay. and uh, I, I think he relies he relies on people's questions, and I don't know, maybe some weeks have more questions than others, and I think maybe uh, me, because I think he he had listened to my rant, yeah. my where oh fuck, I gotta I gotta pick that up too, but uh, he had listened to my rant, and so I think maybe that was at the forefront of his brain of mm. like oh let me ask my dad and see what oh. he seems to think, so oh. yeah. I don't. Uh, well, sp- speaking of that, I, uh, I need to get to it here quick. Uh, here we go. Uh, listener to the show, Mike Pellerito, uh, sends something along to me. And um, he sent, f- first off, everybody, he sent this video that I had not seen before. Uh, I had not heard about it. But it was about this Uber driver who went fucking psychotic. Have you seen or heard this before? Either this is of a recent story, or this is the um, one? it's not. I looked at the date from the video, and it looks like it's like three years old. Oh, so but uh, is this uh, the one from Southern Michigan? Um, no. Okay. Uh, it came out in uh, September 9th, two thousand sixteen. So it's almost three years old. I don't know where it was done. I don't think it was local to Michigan. Uh, and it's this man who is an Uber driver. And he was driving this woman to the hospital, and uh, he is just uh, raging at her. And I don't think you necessarily need to um, see this, but uh, let's see if we just listen to him play it just for a little bit. So. Hospital. Administration is right here. I'm going Get to the there. emergency room, sir. Get in there. Where? Out of my car now. Where is my Get destination? Out of my car now. Sir, I'm asking Get you. Get out of my car now. I have the right to tell you when to get out of my car I it's am, right now i don't know where i am i'm asking you where is my destination if you will kindly point I at where i am pulled into your go. destination it said here i was at your destination it's over wow. get out of my car now it said 17 get out of my car it gets better now sir it said get out of my car now why are you yelling at me because you won't fucking get out of my car but you're not She's to great. yell at me you are not to yell at me. One. Do it. Do it. Do it. it. It's going to get even crazier here in a second. Where is my destination? Get out of my car. Sir, can you just tell get me? out of my goddamn car! <laughs> so, for... Sir, can you please tell for, me? For three minutes, this guy just rants, and he's, like, losing his fucking mind, and... Uh, clear. It's weird because she's very composed. Uh, she yeah. never, she never yells at him. She never swears at him. She never does anything. And it's him just fucking losing his mind, right? And it's just it got. It was when I wa- I watched the whole thing. I felt very uncomfortable because I felt like he was going to hit her at some point. Like that's where like his rage was coming from. So it's just very strange. And thankfully, it didn't. It never got to that point. I think probably. There was a person that we never saw on camera. I think he was maybe like a security guard. He came to the door. 
And he was like, oh, yeah, the emergency on the side of the hospital. I'll, I'll walk you over there. And then the video just kind of ends. And that mm-hmm. was it. But the dude's just losing his mind. And he's just a fucking lunatic. So a uh, friend of the show. Uh, oh, man, why did it do that? Uh, Mike Pellerito. Uh, for those who don't know, Mike likes to uh, do some very clever uh, video stuff and or sound stuff. So he made a little clip oh God. <laughs> uh, of this for me, uh, where uh, it was Pete Meyer was uh, was my Uber driver. So it was me talking to the Uber driver who was Pete Meyer. All right. Who, uh, uh, who uh, for those who don't know, uh, a couple podcasts ago, I, I ranted and raved about good old Pete Meyer about the whole uh, drag syndrome, drag syndrome, canceling the drag syndrome at his venue. So. Uh, he played the play this. So here, here we go. Let's play this, everybody. Administration is right here, dude. I really gotta pee. Out of my car now. Hey, where are the good hookers? Get in there, you piece of shit. Where's my cherry pie, bitch? Out of my car now. I have the right to tell you when to get out of my car. Punch you right in the face. It said here I was at your destination. It's over. Get out of my car now. Fuck you, Pete. Get out. sent it to me last night and when I listened to it I was uh, I was crying I, uh, it was very funny to me so you're verklempt I was verklempt or whatever <laughs> I was verklempt a little verklempt so yeah so it's weird to me how like uh, the original uh, screening of the Uberman the guy was just going nuts like yeah. it didn't even like occur to him like that he was being recorded like I think a lot of people's uh, behaviors and whatever change once they know, like, oh, I am on camera now. All just be nice to people. Sure. Regardless. Yeah. Just be, you know, be respectful, courteous. Right. Right. You know. Good stuff. Uh, okay. Um, sticking with the whole Uber thing. Uh, let's go to a license plate thing. We had a 
Listener Jared Hebbs. Uber Jared, Jared. license plate. Well, you know, you got to have a license plate to be an yeah. Uber driver. Yeah. But uh, Jared Hibbs, he Jared Hibbs came out to the live podcast. He did. He did. So he I appreciate did. that. He sent along this little thing. There's a woman in New Hampshire. Uh, she's fighting the Department of Motor Vehicles. Can you guys, uh, you're both native Michiganders, correct? Correct. Why do they call it uh, Secretary of State here? Everywhere else, it's Department of Motor Vehicles. And here in Michigan, it's Secretary of State. Do either of you know the answer to that? No. No, nope, don't no. really care. Never thought about Michigan it. Michigan is unique and wonderful. Oh, yeah, unique and wonderful. That's one expression. And Pleasant Peninsula. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, she's had the same license plate for over 15 years. It's vanity plate. And it says, uh, P, B, 4, we, go. Mm-hmm. It took me a while to figure it out. Right, right. I'm looking at it too. I'm like, what? So you got to really just slow it like down. Peanut it's, butter? It's the letter P, the letter B, uh, the number four, and then W E G O. P before we go. And I right. will tell you that no matter how clever the license plate, vanity license plate, I generally think, what a douche when Let's I see it. Sure, <laughs> sure. I will not disagree. I usually think like, gee, you paid extra money for that yeah, dumb thing exactly. or whatever. Well, like, it's easy to remember. I used to. Yeah, I one. suppose. What? What did yours say? Oh no! <laughs> well, you're you're not wrong, Jason. You're not wrong. Your your impressions are not oh, okay. wrong. Okay, I'm see. I'm all right with hearing people's perspective. I don't say get out of my house. <laughs> what is amazing is you did the vanity plate, but you don't like the bumper stickers. Well, because bumper stickers, you they're stuck on your car. Oh, that is a good. Point. That's why. Oh, scrape, scrape. I concede scrape. the point. Yes. What is the What was the plate? It was the initials of everybody in the family, so it was it, T G C A B is all it was. Nobody would know that that was even a vanity plate, though. Well, yeah, but it ended up looking like it was T J Cab, but it wasn't intentional, just because the girl's initials are C A B. Oh, sure. But well, yeah, because there's no numbers. The state of Michigan, you always have a mix, so they know it was made up. Strange. Like we made it that way. So, but then, but I see the benefit of it too because they're just easy to remember. I suppose. But I, yeah, so don't do anything illegal if you have one. Oh, right, yeah, because then people will know. Right, right or right. cover it up, do something. Yeah, some fucker had a thing like a small PD. Yeah, so. maybe he, he should get one. I should get small one that says, I get it. PD. I get it. Yes. That would be a good one. <laughs> uh, so she's, for whatever reason, the state says uh, phrases related to excretory acts aren't permitted. And it took them 15 years. I know, that's what I was thinking. It it took them 15 years Mm -hmm. before they realized it was P, actually stood for P. Right, right. The act of P. Like, why, you know, she got it because it was, you know, a phrase that you say to your kids all the time. Like, P before we go, we're going on car ride, go P now, there we go. So, uh, fighting for it. She's one of 92 New Hampshire drivers who received vanity plate recalls Hmm. this year. Hmm. And apparently, wow, apparently there are a. How many vanity plates do you think there are in uh, New Hampshire? No, no cheating. Like, I can read that. That's I don't like... know. You got your readers on. There's a lot in Michigan. I know that much because you see them everywhere. It's true, you do. A uh, hundred thousand. All right, you got a guess there, Jason? I have no idea. I know. That's probably how many people live there. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. How, many, how many license plates are registered <laughs> in New sure. Hampshire? Right. Do we know the total number? Uh, yes, they give you the number of vanity plates, yes. Uh, no, I mean, do we know the, the total place. number of oh, license people, plates? No, that I do not know. Do they know the percentage? I don't. The no. Ah, I'm gonna no go, hints. I'm going to go under. 
Under 100? $85,000. $152,000. Oh, Jamie got the That seems like a lot to me, too. $152,000. Yeah. So, Especially when you know that there's only $155,000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody in your hands is like, fuck, I got to get one of those blades. This is fucking the greatest thing of all time. They, uh, there is a, uh, I actually take pictures of vanity plates because uh, there is an Instagram account called uh, Michigan Plates, I think is what it is. So they will post uh, any kind of vanity plate that you see. So I know the, I know the lady who runs it. So I, whenever I see, um, on my many drives during the week, I'll see a shit ton <laughs> and I'll try to take pictures when I While can. driving, you try to take the picture? I try if I can. <laughs> Sometimes I just can't get good ones. I'm like, any animal, fuck! Any animal on the road while Stu's driving is yeah. dead. Fucked. I will fuck that deer up. You have, you, you are always looking for because we'll be walking through parking lots and yes. all of a sudden you're just like stopped and I've lost you. He's either stopped for change or a van. <laughs> right. Yes. I'm always finding change. Uh, Jamie hates it when I find this change. Is gross. Gross. Jamie, did you, uh, you said you had a story? No? Do I? I thought you said you had well, a story. Well, we did the social worker one. No, we didn't do the social worker no, one. No, but I, that was like... Oh, uh, maybe. Because um, I got more. What was mine? I don't, I don't know. Oh, it had to do with fecal... Uh, the fecal implants or fecal... What do they call it? I don't fecal! Know. <laughs> Jamie had to put her readers on, I everybody. Did. That's why there was this delay in reading. Guideline for fecal... Transplants. Then there were no guidelines for fecal transplants. Then a patient died. Go figure. Why would anyone need to do a fecal transplant? Like I've heard about these fecal. before. Right, I understand oh, that. I, I don't understand why anybody. Fetal. No, I said fecal. I don't understand why anybody would need a fecal transplant. Like, what is right. the purpose right. of so it? Right. So I'm gonna go to the very last paragraph because I couldn't. That remember. that tells you why. Yeah. Hold on. Jason, why do you think anyone would need a fecal transplant? This on this one. Uh, um, where is it? I saw it. This is where we need Graham. Graham would be like, the reason we need fecal uh, transplants is because people get constipated from eating too much cheese. This is the state of Wisconsin. And so we need fecal transplants so they can shit easier. They're not so bound up. I can't read and listen to you at the same time. What? I can't. It distracts me. I can't hear. We need we need a new host, everybody. If anybody <laughs> out there would like to be a host this, on this podcast, this says, who can multitask. Uh, all right, so it can be done for a wide variety of conditions, including oh wait, yeah, uh, obesity, cancer, as well as more expected gastrointestinal disorders such as irritable bowel syndrome and ulcerative colitis. Where did they put the new one in that has microbes that? Go to work up in there or something? Yeah, there's something with the bacteria. Oh, damn, I was spot so, on. So yeah, this yeah, person well, this person does not have microbes? Is that something why? Something like that. There's something that's missing. And How, so then... Did they shit out the microbes? They were straining to too them. hard to I, shit? And no, they, I think that's what creates some of these disorders I just said or can be contributing factors. Shitting too hard? I will just say at this point, Stu, if you... Uh, Text me and say, let's go do a fecal donation. <laughs> oh, come on, man. Fuck off, Stu. Do do donation that? would be okay as the uh, transplant. No, I don't want to be involved. I will voluntarily <laughs> uh, donate my fecal matter 
There you go. Well, the, I mean, that was a, some to, and today. To Petey Meyer. Today on the front page of the Grand Rapids Press was an article about a woman in the Jackson, Michigan area who donated a kidney to a stranger. So she yeah. was kind of being uh, honored by the post office in the city of Jackson. And it was to someone who I think lived in Texas, like a complete stranger. And the reason was it was supposed to have been for someone who she peripherally knew. Like it was a friend's husband or something like that, but she wasn't the right match. So she's like, well, if I can donate to anybody. And then they found this person in Texas and she was like, all right. And to me, I'm just like, wow, that fucking takes a lot. Like I just don't know if I could just give one of my kidneys away to someone. Mm -hmm. Right. I, I, well, I think too, because then if it's if somebody that I do really care about ends up needing one down the road and I would be a match, then I'd be like, mm -hmm. I can't because I already donated one to somebody uh -huh. I don't even know. What if that person turns out to be like a pedophile or something, right? They're like, oh, fuck, I gave my kidney <laughs> to a pedophile. What is that? Does that make me a pedophile now? Because my kidney's in them. Maybe it was my tainted kidney. Oh, shit. <laughs> you were a pedophile didn't even know it? Exactly. Oh, damn. They brought it out. I didn't know I liked children. I didn't know my name was Michael Jackson. No. Uh-oh. We've got a it. denier. He didn't yeah, do it. Yeah. Jamie is a denier. He did not do it. Not been proven. Did it. He's guilty as fuck. We, uh, well, not we. I watched the Dave Chappelle special. I watched the Dave Chappelle special. I, I loved it. I thought it was I great. I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was great. Uh, did you watch the Q&A stuff at the end? Yes. I uh, For some reason, it stopped. Like, I was watching it, and then probably... It was towards the end, so I didn't continue. But it was like, we can't continue showing this or something. It, was, it got interrupted for whatever reason. It was like, please try later. And then I'm, I'm not going to try later. I've yeah, watched, I'm, I'm watched 95% of this shit. <laughs> I don't need to catch the last five minutes. But uh, I thought so it was So then you just like, I'm done? Yeah, I wasn't going to go back. It wasn't, it was, he was doing Q&A. It wasn't even like the special. What kind of a fan are you? Mediocre. Yeah, you're horrible. <laughs> I'm fair weather. Apparently. I'm a fair weather fan. You're a fair Netflix So as, as a comedian, I see a lot of backlash um, on social media because all my comedian friends have worthless fucking opinions on what Dave Chappelle does. And it's weird to me to see them uh, accusing Dave of like punching down because he does take shots at uh, transsexual people and he's, he's making jokes about them. And he, he's, he's making jokes about populations of people that would be considered easy targets and you know populations that you would probably want to avoid. Well, none of it's at their expense. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. Right, I mean, so. maybe if you were to ask someone who was transsexual or gay or bisexual or whatever, like maybe they would have a different opinion. But he talked about a story where after one of the shows, he ended up talking to a, a transsexual woman who was like, yeah, no, I loved it. And it, they talked about how, um, how, how he... Oh, God, well... Do you normalized you were, it. He normalized it. Yeah, he normalized it, it but it was joking. like... They, 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 the problem was he did the jokes about R. Kelly, I guess, and it was like, the, you're kind of normalizing the behaviors of R. Kelly. Exactly. And, and then, then he uh, was like, well, it's weird that they accuse you of normalizing the behaviors of R. Kelly, but then they don't have the same thing of like normalizing transsexual people because you're making jokes about them. Right. So Yeah, I didn't see it as 
you surprised me the other day by saying he's controversial, and well, I watched I mean, it and didn't find anything controversial. In fact, I liked it probably better than some of his past specials because sure. I thought the take on gun violence was clever. Right. And that's what I kind of look for in comedy is somebody to, in a funny way, twist your perception on something sure. where you see it differently. Mm-hmm. And they well, use humor to help you see I, it differently. I like right off the bat, he's making jokes about Anthony Bourdain's suicide. I'm like, yeah. fuck. And it was... It was great. It was clever, and I didn't see it coming from the perspective that he brought it from. I was like, "Oh, that's that's great." I'm surprised a lot of people weren't upset about that joke. You know, he's making jokes about suicide and depression and whatever. And I'm like, "This is all shit that we deal with, right? It's all shit we deal with." So I don't, I I personally don't find him controversial. A lot of other people find him controversial, and then it's just like people throwing shit against the wall and seeing what sticks. So, I didn't see it. it was I, saw, like, <laughs> I saw a part, like, I happened to be here during that Michael Jackson part, but that's all right. I saw. Right. And I was like, yeah. Right yes, on. because Dave Chappelle was uh, yeah. he's a Michael Jackson denier as well, too. Yes. So. So At like, least yeah. on the special. I hate your brother. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, Jason, are you a football fan at all? Um, fair weather. Fair weather. Whatever. Football uh, sucks. <laughs> Football sucks. <laughs> well, there, uh, Jamie, I don't know if this interests you or not, but there is a woman. Her name is Carly Lloyd. Do either of you people know who Carly Lloyd is? Lloyd. Yes, she's, <laughs> she is Lloyd. Her name is Carly Lloyd. She's uh, she played on the uh, women's uh, soccer team, the U.S. W N T United States Women's National Team. <gasps> Uh, she is looking to become a kicker in the league. She wants to be a professional uh, kicker. And so there's this big thing it's about... a kick in the pants. Uh, uh, please, please stop talking, Jamie. Please stop talking. This is where I put you in timeout. Uh, she's apparently trying out with the Eagles, the Philadelphia Eagles, and she actually kicked a 55-yard field goal Whoa. at practice last week. So that's, uh, yeah. I mean, that's, that's an amazing kick. But it, it is one of these things of like you always look at like in practice, it's no one's rushing at you. There's no, there's not eighty thousand fans yelling at you or even cheering you on. Nobody uh, this going. this time of year, <laughs> uh, the weather is pretty nice. So you know Philadelphia, they got shit weather about uh, ten months out of the year as well too. So it's one of those things of like yeah, sure you kick the fifty five yard field goal in practice, but would you be able to do it in a game type situation? And one of the things that they talked about as well, too, a lot of people, like, even if she were to kick a field goal or whatever, would you want to, like, shit happens in games where there's a missed snap or the holder fucks up the hold or a defensive lineman breaks through and tips the football. And now you have this woman who, uh, looking at Carly, she probably weighs 150 pounds tops. Would be my guess. So uh, that was my immediate thought because you often see on a punt or kickoff, if somebody gets by sure. the first wave, the kicker is always there. And if they're lucky, they get to push the guy out of bounds. But right. she would be up for so much heckling and ridicule if some guy just runs her over. Right, right. Well, and I, I even see, like, if someone runs her over, like, her being damaged, like, yeah, blowing exactly. out her knee or the ankle risk. or whatever. Right, and that is the risk, right. and it's one of those things, too, of, like, you know what? If there is a team that wants to take uh, a chance on her, more right. power to her, but a lot of people, uh, Carly is also white, 
And the reason why I bring that up is because I heard today, I listen to a lot of sports talk radio, they were talking about how how would it look if a 300-pound black man just smashes the shit out of this 150-pound white woman, right? Like, is America ready for that? And also they consider talking about, like, all the problems with domestic violence in the NFL. Like, now here's this huge fucking dude crushing this little lady, right? Are we ready for this? But I, you have to separate it. I'm aware that you have She's to separate it, but can really you separate it? You have to. Well, I'm not going to tell her she can't do it, because that would be... I'd be yeah. like Petey Meyer then. Right, right, right. <laughs> I'm not saying she can't. These are the risks. <laughs> right. And but people need to play the game. It, is, it, is it any different than what's going on right now with Colin Kaepernick? All that dude is he took a fucking knee during the national anthem, and now he hasn't played football for three years. I don't... How I don't see that. Yeah, That's I don't quite get the because because people don't want to touch that from like a PR perspective. He is definitely a quarterback who's better than I don't know. He's bet there's 32 teams, so there's 32 quarterbacks. He's better than at least 10 of those guys. That like, but no team wants to take a chance on him because so he fucking put a knee down. Right, I'm thinking okay. from the team perspective. Yeah, right. Like, do I want to take a Pepper, risk on this lady right. out there? Something's gonna right. happen, or even like. Um, she, if she's a kickoff person, you got to kick off, and someone's running back, and now she's got to try to tackle someone, and then, like mm-hmm. you said, they fucking steamroll or whatever. Right. Do you want to deal with that? Like to me, mm-hmm. it could either be one of the greatest PR moves of all time, or it can completely backfire on you. So, how what size Does she look, are male kickers usually? Pardon? What size are male kickers usually? They're bigger than her. I mean, bigger than her, but they generally so get run over. Like right? I said, if, the, if it goes to the kickers, the last. Saving from mm-hmm. the opponent running down the field, the best the kicker can usually do is push the guy out of bounds. Right, right. or you just take a chop at his knee yeah. or whatever. So I, I mean, if if people, I, you know, if a team is willing to take that risk, and she knows all the risks involved in it, which she should, uh, to me, it's part of the game. You play it. Is she hot enough to move a lot of merch? <laughs> uh yeah, 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 yeah. She's she's good enough looking. Uh. She's five foot seven, 37 years old, so she's even a little older, to be honest, playing. I mean, it, kickers can usually play at least until their uh, mid to late 40s if they're good enough. It doesn't say how heavy she is, but again, I'm kind of thinking she's probably 150 pounds yeah. would be my guess. Right. So now I'm going to go... How about look up the guy who was the Patriots kicker for years and then... then oh, then Terry? The yeah. Well, I was going to look up the Detroit Lions okay. kicker, but... Uh, Either one. Right, at their just side. to see uh, how big he is. Where has she been all this time? She's been playing for the national women's soccer team. Oh, you said that. So then she That's just right. decided to, yeah, oops, gotcha. uh, for whatever reason, I don't know if it's just like a PR stunt or something, or maybe she's just realizing, like, uh, I can't continue. Because, again, she's 37 playing soccer. There's way more fucking running around. Like, I'm sure she's like a fucking grandma mm-hmm. in, in professional soccer. Mm-hmm. So uh, maybe it'll go the opposite way. Maybe some guy will get the springing downfield and she'll knock the shit out of him. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. Uh, I don't know why I'm having a difficult time fucking finding uh, who the Detroit you don't Lions have kicker that training is. In soccer though. I mean, she'll have to train that way. Oh shit! Why is it? This is what oh, is that? What? Why is it? This. Listed? 
because uh, they're just listing all their fucking people. Oh. Uh, here oh. we go. Where's the kicker? Wide receiver? Why do they list I just, it like yeah, this? Yeah, I would have no desire. This is stupid. Uh, no desire to play. To do that, like to have that risk myself. Like sure. I don't know how much of a great kicker I was. That would okay. terrify me. Matt Matt Prater is the kicker for the Lions. He's kind of a big guy, though. I think. He's not super big. He's 5'10", and he weighs 200 pounds. Yeah, I think so he's, he's a three, little bigger for a kicker. Yeah. He's got though, three inches and 50 pounds probably on her. Mm-hmm. So, And, uh, again, yeah, generally kickers are not like huge motherfuckers. Uh, Sebastian Janikowski, who was a kicker for the Oakland Raiders, he, he was, was a big, big fucker. <laughs> he was like 6'5", like 260 or something. Oh. He was more like... This guy should be a linebacker. because he's... Kind of a little guy. Yeah, yeah. I think Vinatieri was kind of a smaller fellow too. So, but uh, it just seemed weird to me. Mm-hmm. Like this is what she's trying to do. I mean, good for her. I got no problem with her doing it. What the fuck is going on here? I just yeah. I think of like her age. Yeah, thirty-seven. I get that she wants to try do something different. Right? Maybe challenge a little bit differently. I don't know. I but I yeah. I think of yeah the risk as you get older. There's these even things happen. Right. You know too. Uh, last story I wanted to cover, unless you guys had something you want to cover. Nope. We're going to stick with the NFL stuff. Uh, there is an NFL player who came out today as bisexual. Uh, NFL free agent Ryan Russell, uh, last played with the Dallas Cowboys, uh, came out as a talented football player, a damn good writer, a loving son, an overbearing brother, a caring friend, a loyal lover, and a bisexual man. So is he now going to try out for the cheerleading team? Hey, Jamie with the hot takes. Is overbearing brother a compliment? Ah, <laughs> uh, prob- probably oh, I didn't catch that. <laughs> Yes. I was focused on my, this is going to be my oh, this is, He had the punchline no, 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 punch loaded. He's just waiting for the pause. Stop talking, Stu. <laughs> I got to save it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got to save it before I forget. Uh, today I have two goals. Returning to the NFL and living my life openly, he wrote. I want to live uh, my dream of playing the game I've worked my whole life to play and being open about the person I've always been. He's only 27 years old. He was drafted in the fifth round out of Purdue University. Uh, His four seasons in the NFL, he played for three teams, the Cowboys, the Buccaneers, and uh, last year he played for the Buffalo Bills. So this guy must be great if he played for the Bills. Oh, yeah, because they're good. Uh, (laughs) Shut up! Uh, He was released by the Bills last September, so clearly he was not good. He didn't even play last year. So he's looking to find a new home. Uh, I think it's going to be pretty difficult for him to. Again, it's one of these things of like, it's hard for these guys, I think, while they're playing to come out and be accepted. I think there is the whole thing of, uh, it's the whole Donald Trump locker room talk. I think it's a lot of alpha male bullshit that goes on in locker rooms. Uh, the, the machismo and uh, what are you, a fag kind of talk, things like what that. What would be a little different, though, with being bisexual versus straight up gay? You know? I don't think that helps. I think uh, I've heard the expression, uh, if, if you say you're bisexual, you're just afraid saying that you're gay. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Well, Maybe to his advantage... Half of the Neanderthals in the locker room might not know what that even means. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Jason's coming out of the hot takes, too. Athletes are stupid. That's all I heard out of you, Jason. That's all I heard. 
Yes. So there was there was another guy who came out, uh, Michael Sam. He came out as gay, like he chose a side. Uh, he came that was out before he was drafted, even wasn't it? Yeah, he okay. came out. He came out in 2015 and was drafted by the Rams in the seventh round. But uh, he he was like a good player. He played in the Big Twelve, right? That's the name of the thing. Yeah, Big Twelve. And he was like I think their defensive player of the year. So it wasn't like this guy was shit. But I think probably he was drafted lower than he was because of him coming out and saying this is who I am. And again, I think it's unfortunate that. There are consequences for these guys when they come out. I'm like, yeah, this is who I am. Is he still in the league? No, he kind of washed out, Michael Sam did. I think it was difficult for him. Uh, His short-lived stint was plagued by questions about locker room cohesion and whether his sexual orientation would impact the team's play. He was cut during the preseason. So he never even actually got to play. And I don't think he was ever picked up. He struggled, I think, with depression and substance abuse. And I think uh, Sam, even though he's a young man and probably still could play if he wanted, I think he came out and was like, uh, uh, he, he became like a social worker or something like that. Oh, or sub- shit. Yeah, he's yeah, he's he hit the bottom of the barrel. He did, man. He tumbled <laughs> far, man. He tumbled far. Would you guys be uncomfortable in the locker room with a guy if you knew that he was gay? No. So that's why I just want, like... Yeah, I don't. Obviously, there's a thing there. But I'm not an alpha male. I was never like a, a, a the leader of a sports team. I was never like the guy that people looked to, like he's gonna lead us to the championship this year. I was like the guy that was probably gonna get caught and sat on the end of the bench. That's who I was. <laughs> You'd be the cheerleader. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was trying out for the yeah, pump. For clumping or yeah. whatever on the sideline. Yeah, for what? For clumping? Yeah, for whatever the word Jesus is. Christ. I'm, mostly I'm not avoided, wearing I mostly avoided the locker room. I played sure. soccer in, no. in high school, but we didn't really go to the locker rooms after no. games. Yeah. Yeah, you were just kind of, you went home and then you took a shower at home or whatever. Yeah, it's just, it's just weird to me that people get all like, oh my God, they're going to... Be looking at me or whatever, whatever their weirdness is. And that, I mean, that's just a very strange perspective of it all. It's kind of one of those things, too, of like, oh, my God, that guy's gay. He's going to want to suck my right. cock. Yeah. And I'm like going, I don't know. Do you think every woman out there is going to want to suck your cock? It's no. the same thing. Not every woman wants to have a damn thing to do with you. So not all <laughs> gay dudes want to suck your cock well, either. Well, right. And if you know if that guy knows you're not gay, I mean, you know, yeah, 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 it's yeah. that whole thing of like. Sure. So dumb. You don't want to fuck every chick you see. Perhaps this will encourage us in uh, male locker rooms to have separate showers. Because my first year of college, we all had one big room shower. And I wasn't thinking about whether anyone and like was a gay dorm, or anything. I like just in a didn't dormitory like it. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> I just don't like being in the shower with everybody. Hey, am else. I in fucking prison? <laughs> yes, exactly. What the fuck's going on here? <laughs> I gotta get soap on a rope for this shit. Hey, Petey Meyer! Petey Meyer! You don't have to worry about Petey Meyer. He's got a little time to pee. Right. Petey Meyer's keeping it in his pants, so that's good. So, uh, so hopefully this guy uh, can make a return. He's a young man. I think he's only 27 years old. He's also uh, he's an African-American man, and uh, he's dating a white dude. So I imagine there's a lot of people out there who are going to be mad that he's like mixing races. Hmm. <laughs> Let's just add fuel to the fire here. That's what I'm saying, man. It's crazy. All these people are going to like, oh, my God, my brain's exploding. Very strange. So, but uh, good luck to that guy. I hope he makes it. I hope he makes it. And then I hope he fucking uh, destroys Carly Lloyd. Lloyd on a kick. 
She just breaks through the light and fucking blows her kneecap out. <laughs> and then he'll be like, I get it. Right. That's your thing with what's his face? Antonio Brown, yes. I hope he blows out his ACL. So so that's the podcast. That's it, that's everybody. That's it, everybody. That's the yeah. podcast. Uh, I hope the listeners enjoyed it. Uh, if you can go like our fan page on Facebook and Twitter, Elemental Podcast, that would be great. We do the Patreon as well. Uh, we got to keep them shorter to like about an hour. Who needs to? I do. Uh, I rant and I rave. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm aware of that. So we'll keep those. Those come out on uh, Saturday or Sunday. Mm-hmm. And uh, there we go. It'll be a lot of good time. Just five bucks a month and uh, consider it going towards a little bit of the uh, freebies as well. We are up to 22 now. Wow. Woo, woo, woo. <laughs> that's right. We're up to 22 uh, listeners on the Patreon. Yeah. So that's fantastic. I appreciate it. Uh, freebies on Mondays and Thursdays. Uh, also like the uh, Six Member Mafia page if you want as well too. That's a six with two X's. And, uh, and that's it, right? We got nothing else to cover. Nope. Jason, anything to cover? Nope. You gonna do anything over the weekend? It's uh, Labor Day weekend. Any plans? Um, we are still on vacation, so nice. we're thinking about doing tomorrow the Ford Museum. Oh shit! <laughs> Stop bragging over there, man. You're How exciting is that? Living the dreams. <laughs> so, uh, all right, that's it, everybody. We'll see you on Monday. Have a good weekend. Take care. Okay, bye. All right. Yeah, yeah.